The Trouble with Being a Demon. Part 1 of the Fiends with Benefits series. A Good Omens Fic, written by Verdant Valpis, read by Literarian. Chapter 7 Hiss Crowley lurked by the bookcase in the sitting room and watched Anthony and Zira quietly argue about him in the kitchen. He couldn't quite hear what they were saying, but Anthony was clearly furious and Zira was doing a piss-poor job calming him down. And Crowley never did get any breakfast. The shower had ended abruptly when Anthony tossed a fit for basically no reason. Crowley snapped himself dry and clothed and kept his distance from the husbands ever since. Not that it was difficult. Anthony had all but chased Crowley off with sharp hisses and glares until Zira dragged him off into the kitchen for a chat. So Crowley lurked and watched, all narrowed eyes and wounded pride, as a gentle-hearted angel patiently grounded a snarling demon with soft words and a deep mutual respect that cut Crowley to the marrow. So the redhead casually flicked a book off the shelf and felt a little bit better. Zira took Antony into his arms and, after a moment's hesitation, Antony returned the embrace. Crowley knocked another two books down and started nudging a snow globe toward the edge with one long finger. Zira looked up at him and he paused, fingers still on the trinket, watching them impassively from behind the safety of his glasses. Antony looked up, finally, tossing a sullen glare before turning away. Zira, however, decided to join Crowley in the sitting room. Blue eyes flicked down to the fallen books and back up at Crowley, unamused. You will be picking those up, he told Crowley. It wasn't a question. The snow globe inched a bit closer to its demise. It seems there's been a miscommunication between you two, Zira continued, glancing behind him to where Anthony was still ignoring him. At least I very much hope it was a miscommunication and you weren't really about to ask us to get you holy water. The angel added in a tone that suggested Crowley had better not have been asking for holy water or else. And Crowley drawled, neither confirming nor denying his interest in illicit blessed liquids. Zira shook his head, annoyed. I'm off to Soho. I have some things at the shop that might aid us in bringing your angel here, he chided. I am trusting you both to be mature enough to work this out yourselves. Excellent plan, that, Crowley sneered with peak condescension. Zira huffed and vanished. 
the snow globe suffered the demon's wrath immediately, cast down to the depths of the Turkish rug. Oi, Antony hissed. There's no bloody yours to toss about. Nothing is mine to toss about, Crowley smirked, slinking over to another shelf and slowly pulling another book loose. What's Aziraphale done to get under your skin? Antony grumbled, picking up the items Crowley had already knocked over, miracling the crack in the globe closed. Absolutely nothing, Crowley responded innocently, flicking the next book to the floor. No idea what you're talking about. Zira, Antony growled. You know that's all his things you're knocking over, not mine. Oh, yeah, I'm well aware. Crowley grinned his sharp-toothed smile. But I know that the fastest way to make me lose my absolute shit would be to go after the angels' things. Crowley thrust his hand behind the books and scooped a whole armload off the shelf, flinging them to the floor. Antony snarled, and Crowley immediately found himself upstairs in the main bedroom, his wrists tightly bound behind his back. Antony stood in front of him and slapped Crowley hard across the face before he'd even fully gotten his bearings. You leave the angel out of this, Antony seethed. It isn't his bloody job to fix what's broken in you. One might say it isn't anyone's job, Crowley mocked, actually enjoying the stinging cheek. One might also point out it wasn't my idea to come to your bloody world in the first place. My bringing you here is the best thing to happen to you in centuries, admit it, Antony smirked. Sit down, we gotta talk. He shoved Crowley hard back onto the satin sheets. Nah, Crowley smirked back. Don't think I will. Pomegranate. Crowley frowned when the release word failed to release him. He said it again, louder, and tugged at the rope, binding his wrists. He snapped his fingers to miracle them off. Nothing worked. Antony gave a theatrically evil laugh. <laughs> That's not Sean, <laughs> he grinned. Don't think Zira's shown you April yet. How many enchanted ropes have you idiots got? Crowley complained. Never mind, doesn't matter. I might not be able to enchant ropes like you've learned to do, I could teach you if you weren't being so bloody stubborn, Antony interjected. But I know that there is no version of me that would create a trap I can't get out of. Crowley finished with a hiss. A second later, he slipped into his snake form and slithered right out of the enchanted rope, just like he figured he could. Because he was a fucking genius, and Antony better not forget. 
<laughs> What's your plan now? Anthony was saying, not sounding particularly chagrined at being outsmarted. Crowley, the fucking genius, quickly came to realize that might be because serpent scales can't get traction on satin. Now he found himself slithering like mad, stuck in place as if the bed was the snake version of a treadmill. Anthony laughed and sat on the edge of the bed. Crowley hissed at him and received a patronizing pat on the head for it. Humiliating? Yes. But Anthony was in arm's reach, and in this form Crowley was quicker, so he bit the demon's hand. Anthony hissed in pain and swore at him, trying to pull his hand away, but Crowley held on, letting himself be dragged closer to the demon so he could start winding himself around him. Following his instinct, he started to squeeze. Anthony glared down at him angrily. Seriously? He snapped. You're gonna fucking... He trailed off as Crowley tightened across his chest, squeezing the air from the other demon's lungs. Anthony managed to gasp out the word, Idiot! before he too turned into a snake and the two of them fell back to the sheets in a coil. Anthony's snake form was nearly identical to Crowley's, without the red belly, and it was similarly confounded by satin sheets. They flailed around at each other uselessly, both knowing that the first of them to switch back to human form was going to get bitten and squeezed breathless. You had to go for satin fucking sheets, didn't you? Crowley hissed, trying to strike Anthony with another bite. Walking cliché. Right, and what's on your bed then? Anthony snapped. I'm you, dickhead. I wager your satin sheets are just like new too, because no one but you ever uses them. Snot satin. Crowley lied, but the rest of his denial was cut off by Anthony's next strike, landing a direct hit across the middle of his body, nearly causing him to roll. The black snake made immediate use of his advantage, because while snake scales didn't find purchase on Saturn, they sure as fuck did on another bloody snake. Crowley found himself getting tangled up in Antony and vice versa, and the more he struggled against the sheets, the more tired he got. Antony just had to wait him out, slowly coiling around him and holding him down. Crowley had never fought another snake before. Snakes knew their place around him and wouldn't fucking dare. There was something very disconcerting about the sensation of scales running over his scales. Satin sheets under him, the faint scent of sex still in the air in here, Anthony was obviously very busy last night, and Crowley found himself getting a little... confused. 
When Antony rasped against his vent, Crowley squeaked and froze, giving up the fight before things somehow got weirder. Antony seemed to realize something was wrong and froze too. All right, he asked after a moment of Crowley quietly freaking out. Wasn't expecting you to come to your senses so soon. Uh, Crowley said. <laughs> Anthony snickered and started moving again. Not much practice at fighting in snake form, me. Especially not another snake. I guess when I'm trying not to actually hurt you, it might feel a bit like mating, huh? Might a bit. Crowley mumbled, his small voice muffled by Anthony's head sliding over his own. We could always put a pin in this argument, take a break and come back to it, he suggested innocently. Did you do this on purpose? Crowley groaned. <laughs> Course not, Anthony laughed. Not like I fight a lot of demon snakes, you idiot. We change back on three. Agreed. Crowley counted for them, and they changed back. Anthony sprawled out on top of Crowley. The raven-haired demon instantly snatched Crowley's wrists and pinned him down. The confused semi-erection from earlier suddenly made up its mind that, yes, now was indeed time to play. It must have been poking Antony in the hip, because the darker demon's smirk was horribly smug. Break? Antony asked, arching a brow and squeezing Crowley's wrists with his hands. Crowley sighed, his head falling back and hips rolling up for more contact. Ugh, make it quick, will ya? He snarked. I got more books to throw on the floor and... Ugh. His threat cut off when Anthony wrapped his arms around Crowley's hips, grabbing his ass and rutting against him hard and fast. Crowley tipped his head back all the way he could stretch, gritting his teeth against the onslaught of sensation as Anthony panted above him, riding him furiously. Uh, 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 Crowley chanted, his eyes rolling back as the pleasure mounted. Anthony buried his face in his throat, licking and nibbling his skin, and then bit his shoulder hard enough to draw blood. Crowley shouted and bucked, grabbing Anthony's hair in delight as his orgasm built. A couple more good thrusts and... Ah, uh, no! Crowley cried in dismay as Anthony abruptly slid forward to straddle his stomach instead, and all the stimulation instantly stopped. Crowley tried to rub himself the rest of the way, but his hands were recaptured and there was nothing to thrust against. Insurance! Anthony snapped. 
In case things go pear-shaped? Really? You think I don't know exactly what the fuck that means? I was counting on you knowing what that means. Crowley snarled up at him. And if you don't want to help me, then fine. A simple no would fucking suffice. Holy water, Antony growled. You gonna melt another Duke of Hell? You think Huster's gonna fall for that shit twice? Oh, fuck off, Crowley groaned. It's not for Huster, and you know it. And it isn't like it would be my first choice anyway, you know? Just wanted the option in case... Just in case things got... Crowley gnashed his teeth and looked away from Antony. Just in case, all right? And you said no, so... If you're not gonna fuck me, then just get off me so I can go finish myself off in the loo. I really thought we were getting somewhere with you. Antony frowned. Then you go pull this depressing rot. What's gotten into you? Look, it's all well and good for you to have your sexy fantasy with your bloody clone, but it's different for me, all right? Crowley snarled. You dragged me here, showed me how bloody great you have it, but I'm gonna have to go back to my world and pretend I didn't see any of it. <laughs> Why? Antony snorted. Your angel's coming here, you daft idiots. It's not like he's not going to see exactly the life Zira and I have. Exactly, Crowley shouted. Ugh, just fucking kill me now. He's going to be so horrified. Hey, Antony snapped. That's my marriage you're calling horrifying. You don't understand, Crowley told him glumly. We haven't been smashing bits since the dawn of time. We don't have your history. I'm just a demon he's been working with to pull one over on our bosses and thwart the great plan. He saved the world because he loves the world, not me, Crowley. He doesn't love me, and you need to understand that. You're an idiot, Antony responded wryly. You've never even met him. Crowley wanted to scream, but managed to keep it to a dull shriek. You don't know my Aziraphale at all. He's... he's timid. He's sweet. He's entirely dangerously too fond of crepes. He's only grudgingly admitted we're friends just recently. He will absolutely lose what's left of his mind when he comes here. Please, please, please don't accuse him of having feelings he doesn't have. It will only make everything worse. Antony stared at him seriously for a moment, and Crowley hated himself for being this weak. Pleading with another demon, even if that demon was himself? Weakness. All right. Antony agreed. I won't make any assumptions about your angel's feelings when he's here. 
I won't try to put you two together or let on how you feel about him, if that's what you want. Relief flooded through Crowley like a bomb, and he shuddered and relaxed under the other demon, breathing easier. And in return, you won't say another bloody thing about holy water, Antony grumbled. I can't think of anything that would hurt Aziraphale, any Aziraphale, more than learning their Crowley used holy water to end their existence. Huh? Crowley uttered, confused. What would... I mean, I wouldn't ever if I thought he'd... He's Aziraphale, Crowley. Antony reminded him wryly. He Aziraphale's about things. Fuck, Crowley whispered. He would, too. He hadn't considered what... Shit. Shit! Crowley covered his face with his hands. Oh, bloody fuck! What am I gonna do? Well, I still don't know why you're ruling out a foursome. Antony grinned. Crowley splayed his fingers enough to glare up at the insolent demon. I mean, that threesome was very good. It was, Crowley admitted. Even though you kept trying to ruin it by suggesting that you might do something dramatic and depressing? Antony teased. Yeah, I was so very wrong-headed there, wasn't I? Oh, sod off, Crowley grumbled. This is all your fault, you know? Hmm. Antony snuggled down beside Crowley. I think I may have made it up to you a number of times now. <laughs> he chuckled, his nimble fingers oh so casually unfastening Crowley's belt. You better be about to finish what you started, Crowley groaned. That was bloody cruel, you know. I was so close. Antony snickered, and Crowley decided that, nope, the trust was gone and slapped the demon's fingers away from his belt before rolling over and attacking Antony's flies. What are you... Antony complained before Crowley had his trousers open and pulled his half-hard erection free of his pants. Crowley flicked his tongue across the tip of his cock and felt it twitch in his hands. He smirked evilly up at Antony, who smiled back and shrugged, lying back down and stretching languidly. If you try to pull that shit on me, I will skin you alive, Antony warned him before letting out a small gasp as Crowley took him into his mouth. It was tempting, but too Obvious. Besides, Crowley had come embarrassingly quickly and often. This was his chance to take Antony apart, and he intended to make the demon scream. 
he had his own tricks, after all. Things he'd learned from the humans he'd fucked over the years. Things he knew they loved. Oh, 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 what are you doing? Anthony gasped, arching up off the bed. What Crowley was doing was expertly deep-throating the demon while his extremely long tongue flicked out past his bottom lip to lap at Anthony's soft bollocks. It wasn't the most glamorous move and tended to result in a lot of messy drool, but it also reduced his partners to pleased shrieks pretty effectively. That's... that's... Uh, never mind. More. More of that. Crowley brought his tongue back in and swallowed hard a couple times before slithering his tongue back out, wet and dripping, pushing it along the crease where Cock met Bollocks and Anthony thrust himself hard into Crowley's throat. Crowley pulled off a bit, excited and needing a breath. Variety is spicy, or something like that, so he sucked hard on the tip, slipping his tongue into the slit as he jacked the rest of Anthony's length with firm, slow strokes. Anthony growled and thrashed on the bed before grabbing fistfuls of Crowley's hair and shoving his prick further into Crowley's mouth. More, Anthony begged. Do it again, do it. <laughs> Crowley did it again. He slid Anthony's cock snugly down his throat and swallowed around it, tasting the precum and thrilling at the way Anthony pulled his hair and swore at him. His tongue lashed out again, flicking viciously at any soft flesh it could reach, as Crowley hummed in delight and Anthony choked on another vile oath before he shouted and came in great spurts down Crowley's throat, filling his mouth with it faster than Crowley could swallow. He didn't even mind that what Anthony shouted was, Angel! That was even better. That was going to be fodder even more delicious than the satisfaction he was lapping up right now. You, you, you've been holding out on me, Anthony wheezed. Crowley grinned up at him. I demand that you teach me your ways, Anthony smiled, sated. Demand, huh? Crowley slid up the other demon's body. What's in it for me? Well, I gotta practice, don't I? Anthony smirked. Wanna perfect it before I use it on Zira, right? Crowley grinned. Yeah, what a thoughtful husband you are. Needless to say, those books didn't get picked up.